Here we go at WTLP. It's a DC Sports Huddle uh, presented by MGM National Harbor. It's time to change the game at BetMGM Sports. You know the usual cast of characters Rob Woodfork, uh, Dave Preston, George Wallace, but David Aldrich, the Hall of Famer, joins us. And I think he probably hates it when I say that, but I can say that because I remember the days at Bowie State when Wes Unsell was chewing Liddell Eccles out for being late for practice. And David, you were there to, to cover that. So we, we go back. We, we, go, we go back a few years. Uh, we'll just start real quick. Uh, this draft, I was hearing Tommy Shepard. You were hearing him speak the other day. Do you have a sense what the Wizards might? I almost get a sense that they're trying to move up. Uh, Tommy Shepard said he, he expects deals to made. Oh, do you have any tea leaves you're reading right now? I think they do want to move up. Um, I don't think it's, you know, it's going to be very easy because uh, I think Sacramento is at four. That seems to, I'm pretty sure that's the pick that they want to get. But the problem is that a lot of other teams want to get it too and can probably make better offers than the Wizards are willing to make. Um, you know, I think there are a combination of players along with the 10th pick that could get that fourth pick, but they probably don't want to put those players in the deal. So um, that's the sticking point with Sacramento. Uh, to move up. So I, my guess is that they would, I don't think they'll move back. I know he's talked about that too. I just can't see that. That doesn't make a lot of sense for a team that wants to win now. Um, so my guess is unless Sacramento kind of acquiesces, they'll, they'll stick at 10 and, and take that pick. And there, there will be some good players there. Kind of just depends on how the, what happens in front of them. Um, but there would be a good group of players to, from which to choose. None of them are like absolute sure home runs, but there would be some guys that could come in and help you to be sure if you stay at 10. Before we move on to other questions uh, from Rob and the gang, that good group in your mind, that good group includes who? Well, again, it depends, but you know, if you're looking at potentially guys that will be there at 10 and obviously they won't all be there at 10, but you start with a kid, Dyson Daniels, who's played for G League Ignite this year, which is the, uh, the G League team that's kind of sponsored by the NBA to kind of keep uh, young players uh, in the NBA pipeline as opposed to going to college. Um, he's very talented. He plays the point. He's 6'7". He's very long. He guards multiple positions. The issue with him is that he's not a great shooter right now. Um, shooters can get better. They almost all get better. The question is how much do they get better and how long does it take them? Um, but if you're looking for a guy that maybe fits a positional need at point guard, but also fits kind of what I think is a desperate need for this team is to get more guys that care about defense on the roster. He would be, uh, I think, a good young player to take a chance on. Um, Johnny Davis from Wisconsin, very solid, very productive guard, uh, can play both two positions. I think um, uh, a, a good score, efficient player, I think um, tailed off at the end of last year, but really had a breakthrough season for Wisconsin would be the type of uh, another type of good two guard. The guy I really like is Jeremy Sochan, who's at Baylor. Um, it was a freshman. He's 18 years old. Um, again, the shooting pieces not there yet but he does so many things well defensively. He's disruptive. He wants to be a defense first guy. He wants to be like a Draymond Green guy, an irritant, as he puts it, um, to other teams. And the Wizards so desperately need people like that on their team. They are the most, please take all the baskets you want team that I've in the, in the league. There's no defensive resistance whatsoever for, for long stretches of games, and they have to turn that around. It is no secret. It is no surprise. Yeah, year in and year out, the two teams that are in the finals almost always are two of the best defensive teams in the league. I don't know why the Wizards 
resist that notion <laughs> year in and year out, but they, they seem to never go for guys who really like playing defense. And those are the types of guys I think they need on their roster. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, but we, we had some of the best 45-second stretches of defense you'll ever see late, late in the season. All right, well, with the, from the athletic, David Aldridge, we'll go right down the list. Rob? What, uh, what about Ty Ty Washington? I'm, I'm very much on the record that I love the idea of a guy having Washington on the front of the jersey and on the back of the jersey. So I would love to see him uh, be the pick there at 10 if they stay at 10. But yeah. how do we feel about him as a prospect in Washington? I, I think you're looking for a point guard, too. Yeah, no, he's got potential, Rob. I mean, he could be – he's got a chance to be a good player. And if you look at the recent track record of Kentucky players, a lot of them wind up being much better pros than they were in college simply because, you know, when you're playing for Kentucky and there's four or five first-round picks on a team, it's very difficult for any of them or all of them to kind of gain their footing um, in, a in a college setting. So – he certainly could be a very good point uh, player point guard in this league. He is not viewed as an elite prospect at point guard. Um, so that to me, 10 would be a bit high for him. Um, if they were to move back, as, as we talked about earlier, if they trade, there's a lot of teams behind them with multiple first round picks. Um, if they wanted to move back into the teens get a pick in the teens, get a pick in the twenties. I certainly would look at Ty Ty Washington potentially there. I don't think I'd take him at 10 just because I think there's players that have bigger upsides than he does at that, at that position. Hey, Preston. Uh, I know that you hear a lot of different things uh, and rumors or uh, rumors and a rumor that doesn't die. David, what is the, uh, what's the one rumor that you've heard about what the wizards will do at 10 or moving up or moving down? that maybe frightens you, that scares you, that says, no, don't do that. That's the third row. That's going to set this team a year back. Taking Ty uh, Ty Washington at 10. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be, you know, that would be, that would be odd, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't. Set back. No, I mean, there's nothing. I haven't heard anything that I really are throwing my hands up. Red flag, red flag. You know, if they trade the pick for, for Brogdon, fine. I mean, that would be fine. They need a point guard. He's a vet. Um, I, I think Tommy Shepard has said that he thinks free agency is how they're going to address the point guard position. I'm really not sure what he's looking at because I look at the people that, that are going to be available in free agency this summer, a point guard. I don't see a whole lot of guys that are, that you go, wow, that's the guy, you know, um, you know, Tyus Jones is a very intriguing guy, uh, who will be a free agent this year. And I like him, um, I don't know if you're going to get them for 10 million, which is about all that they can afford is using the mid level. We'll see, maybe they can. Um, but uh, you know, so there's nothing that, you know, if they take Johnny Davis, it wouldn't be like, wow, what a great pick, but it wouldn't be like the worst pick either. Like it, he's fine. He, he, I could see him in a rotation. If you think he can play some small forward, for example, okay, that would be fine. It would not be the most exciting thing. I just think the Wizards need to think beyond the box. I think they've been very safe the last three years in the draft. They stayed at nine. They stayed at nine. They stayed at 15. They took three guys who are good players. There's nothing wrong with Hachimura or Avdia or Corey Kispert. They're all good players. None of them move the needle. They are the classic high ceiling, high floor, low ceiling guys. Like they're all good rotational guys. You can have, they help you win games. But they need to think bigger. They need to stop thinking about, let's just get another guy who's pretty good. You know, that's that got him 35 wins last year. You know, like you have to get greatness at some point on your roster. 
And while it is true that Giannis went 15th and Jokic went in the second round, that's the exception. That's why they're exceptions. Most of the guys who move the needle, you get in the first five picks of a draft in any given year. So then, with the, so I mean, to that point, then would you say that the Wizards are at a point now where they've acquired all these guys? Like they've got a pretty good uh, stable of rotational pieces. To to use your phrasing, yeah. Um, so now it's like we need a big three. Now mm-hmm. we have a good team around a big three. We have Beal. We need to, uh, and, and I guess you could make the case that the, uh, uh, the, the that they have with, um, why can't I think of his name all of a sudden? Um, Porzingis? The, Porzingis. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name right now. I could see his face, couldn't say his name. Uh, you have two star players if they're healthy. Now you need a third. Would, would yeah. you say that now they need to trade up and get to and get a guy who's going to be a star player because they've got everything else in place right they, now. They need a no doubt year in, year out, NBA all-star first, second team person. They've got four through 12, fine. They're good. They're mm-hmm. fine. At the four through 12. They're four through 12 is fine. Yeah. Uh, they're three through 12. You want to say Beal is, is a three or, or Porzingis is a three. They're fine. But what makes a difference is all those players playing off of a great player. You know what I mean? Like Andrew Wiggins is the same guy he was in Minnesota. He wasn't playing with Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Klay Thompson in Minnesota. Now he's playing with those guys and his talents come out and you go, wow, Andrew Wiggins, what happened? Nothing happened. He's playing with better players. It's the same guy. And so Bradley Beal, next to a superstar will be a really good player. Like he'll be excellent and you won't have to worry about him, you know, like, and, but the problem is they don't have that guy and they need to go get that guy to take that leap instead of, you know, aspiring to make the play in tournament, which is just nonsensical to me. Like, like that's nothing in the NBA, you know, there's teams. If you look at the the San Antonio's and the Dallas's and the and the Miami Heat and t- teams like that that win fifty games, fifty games means nothing to them. Like it's it's literally nothing. Doesn't mean a thing. The Wizards haven't had a fifty win season since nineteen seventy nine. You know, I'm not making this up. <laughs> so, at what point are you going to start having higher aspirations than the play in tournament? That's my that's my issue with the Wizards. Is so so real quick before we get to George. So you have to trade Beal in. Because you're well, not gonna, what, what Dave, you're talking about yeah. is is not going to happen by making a deal for the fourth pick with Sacramento. I mean, when, when you if I'm hearing you correctly, to go big, you got to really go big and, well, and Dave, dramatic. They, 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 Dave, I, I wrote three years ago that they should have traded Bradley Beal. <laughs> <laughs> three years ago, you could have gotten a real haul for him. Right. You could have gotten multiple first round picks. You could have gotten a young player and or players that would facilitate and speed up a rebuild. That was the whole point. If you have to rebuild, you want the rebuild to go as fast as possible. You don't want a nine year. You don't want Sacramento. hasn't made the playoffs in 16 years. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. You want a fast rebuild. You want what Memphis did. Let's rebuild fast. Well, the easiest way to rebuild fast is to get a top three pick more than once <laughs> and then take your chances on it. Do what Boston did. Get, get a guy like Tatum, get a guy like Brown. Now look, Boston made a lot of mistakes in the draft too. That's, that's the point. 
You can make mistakes when you have a lot of high draft picks. You can make a couple of really bad ones, and it's okay because you got one or two of them right. And that's what the Wizards have resisted because Ted Leonsis keeps saying we're never going to tank. It's a noble position to take. I'm not saying he's wrong to have that position. What I am saying is if you're going to have that position, you're, you must do whatever it is possible, whatever you have to do to make your team a championship contender quickly, <laughs> you know, and that usually means being a taxpayer in this league. You got to pay the luxury tax because star players cost a lot of money and you need two or three people on max contracts who are that good. And so yeah. You can't have it both ways, is my point. So speaking of max, con- speaking of max contracts, George is, George is on a max contract. George, let's get you in here. <laughs> well, first of all, a couple of things. First of all, I want to make sure, Dave, you are, 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 are David Aldridge weren't fined by Wes either for being late for practice. Correct. Back in the day. <laughs> no? Okay. First time for me. <laughs> uh, you know, so to, to all that point, David, you talk about Ted not being uh, – allowing – guys to 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 make possibly make these moves and we've seen tommy shepherd make some moves in the last mm-hmm. couple of years and and he's been given some rope to do so is that what's holding this team back is it is it tommy not being able to go out and pull the trigger on these sorts of things do you think do you get a sense he wants to do it and knows he needs to do it like you said how many years have we talked about team needs to get better defensively we heard scott brooks say it mm-hmm. year in year out we were previously yeah. coaches say it and now we're at the point with the Beal situation, are, are they are they stuck in this situation? Do they go into this draft, uh, you know, talking with Beal, Porzingis? What direction are we going? Do you get a sense that Tommy is being allowed to do what he wants to do, I guess, is my point. I think within the parameters of, but you can't tank, right? Like, right. so you can't, you know, like rebuild the team, but don't trade the best players for draft picks and, and young guys, right? So, um, look, they made their decision. And look, if you want there's nothing wrong theoretically with paying Bradley Beal to max, he's a good player. He's a great person. He's a face of the franchise guy. He does everything in the community. There's no reason not to give him the money. My only point is there are consequences for that. That's all. (laughs) You give him 245 million, you're paying him 47 million a year. You can't do the other stuff that you need to do to build a championship level team. That's all I'm saying. So you're kind of locking yourself into this you know, six through eight, six through 10 spot in the Eastern Conference because you can't bring in difference-making talent. You can get better. I think the team is better. I think Tommy's done a really good job the last couple of years, bringing in a Kyle Kuzma, bringing in Porzingis, you know, getting Gafford, people like that. And and the drafts have been, they've been fine. I'm not saying any of those guys are bad players. They're just not good enough. That's all. If you're talking about, getting to where, you know, the elite teams in this league are. And I just think, like, it would be different. Like, I'll, I'll give you this example. Like, the Nats blew it up last year, right? They just said we're going as far. And so if the Nats are bad for the next two or three years, guess what? They earned that. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah. won a World Series. They were right. in the playoffs multiple times. They won 90 games multiple times. They were good enough multiple times to win a championship, to win a World Series. Now, they only won it once. Some of that's their fault. Some of it's not. Um, but they were good enough for seven or eight years. They took a run at it. They went as far as they could go. Then they're, they're entitled to take a couple of years back to kind of rebuild the thing. The Wizards don't have that. They don't have that 
that track record. They don't have that record of, well, we were in the Eastern Conference Finals six times in eight years. What do you want? They don't have that. So what are we talking about? Right. <laughs> you know, and is that, real, real, real quick, Dave, is that is that like the, the Ted Leonsis, you know, we see him. He, wa- he wants to, to keep his guys, the stars, take care of him. We, Alex Ovechkin, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, John Wall, uh, right. who, by the way, is opting in his contract. Can't wait to see him next year in Houston. And the Bradley Beal situation as well. That, that's a no, I know, but that's a Ted. That's a Ted thing, right? Well, that's okay, but see, there's a difference. Yeah. Alex Ovechkin is one of the greatest players I've ever played right. in, in hockey, and they you won. Want, also. You want a Stanley Cup and they with won that also. guy? Right, right. You know, right. you got to the playoffs over and over and over again with that guy. You won Presidents' right. Cups with that guy. I get that. You yeah. want to you want to ride it out with Ovechkin? He's got a chance to break Gretzky's record. Fine, that's fine. There's nothing right. wrong with that. The Wizards don't have that institutional memory. That's my that's my issue with this approach that they're taking. Which well, is I was, like, well, we've been good. We're always good. What are you complaining about? No, you're not. Actually, you haven't been good for a really long time. <laughs> well, I was afraid of that. Uh, David Aldridge would bring reason and logic into our afternoon, and that that <laughs> always go, uh, David. Is, is he, from the athletic, we're, we we want to uh, we appreciate his time, so we want to go right down the list real quick. George, what do you think they do with the tenth pick, and also quickly your best and worst in franchise history? Oh, best in I, I can't. I don't have that kind of time. I think I, I think they're gonna. I think they're going to uh, stay stay at ten. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna make a trade. I think they're gonna go. But we've seen the last three or four years. Pick one of the best guys available, either def- defense or 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 the guard position, and just kind of another role player. I just could because as we were just talking about, I don't think I, we haven't seen them make that move. So I, I just don't. Nothing gives me optimism that they're going to think out of the box as David's talking about them doing to uh, to get to, to to make that happen. All right, Dave Preston. I think they're going to be very daring and do absolutely nothing as far as moving up and down. I, I, I think they get Johnny Davis. So uh, the Wisconsin guard had a chance to see him play multiple times uh, covering Maryland over the years. And uh, he, he's a guy who is going to be another great four through 12 on the roster. And uh, it's, it's going to be inspiring to a few and uninspiring to, it's not going to be a home run hit, but I think that's the guy they take. And best and worst in history. Do you have one? Best, best. Oh gosh, worst in history would be Kwame Brown, just because of everything that how that turned out. Because you only get the number pick every so often, and uh, it was a disaster. Best pick. Can we go all the way back to Wes Unseld? Yes, yes, we can. That's franchise history. Okay, Rob Woodford. Um, I, I mean, David kind of shot down my tie tie Washington. Pick, so I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to shift to, uh, uh, um, uh, AJ, uh, Griffin. Uh, I think that's uh, going to be the pick there at 10 and, uh, best and worst in history. Uh, I'm going to say best is, uh, Wes Unsell. I mean, it's hard to argue with a surefire hall of famer who led you to a championship, the only championship, which to David's point. I wasn't even born yet. I'm a right. middle-aged man. Right. And I was not born yet when you're only as old as you think you are, Rob. Right. Well, I shaved the gray off for the show, right. but uh, the worst pick in history. And I, I hate to say Kwame Brown, but it's hard to pick against that because it was the number one overall pick real quick. If you look at that draft, who else do you take there? Pau Gasol was the only yeah. real, like, yeah. right. you know, borderline impact player that would have been available in that draft. So uh, Kwame Brown by default because it was number one, but it's typical Wizards luck because you get the number one pick in the one year where there what there really wasn't a number one overall pick. No, and, and I would assert that if if Kwame Brown was drafted in today's NBA where there is more 
devices or mechanisms in place to, to protect younger players, to develop younger players, uh, I think he would have been in a mental state. He jumped into very much a man's league. Not that it's still not a man's league. And he was now, a high school kid. Yeah. Now there, there's, there's more uh, consideration, let's put it that way, for the fact that these guys are 18 or 19 and they do need uh, special considerations. And, it's why Kwame Brown was at the back of the plane uh, playing video games with one of our PR assistants, because I don't mean that as a criticism. That yeah. that's where he still was. And that's, right. um, that's the reality. The, uh, oh, so by the way, a really good career for right. himself. I mean, he, he, no, no, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Javel McGee is going to end up in the Hall of Fame if he keeps going. But no, go, <laughs> real quick, real quick, before your sports guest, before I have to jump off, they, they, but but the Kwame Brown, just real quick on Kwame Brown, there was nobody at that time. Was there any other consideration other than Kwame at that time? Yeah, for the Wizards at the time, they were yeah. looking at Shane Battier very yeah, yeah. hard that year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That yep. was their number two choice. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, the uh, uh, I actually canceled my therapist this morning, so I'm going to call them back and <laughs> tell my need therapy uh, again. The the pick, I, I don't know where it, they go with it. I think it's a defensive player. Maybe it's a Johnny Davis. They tell me he can you know play some defense. It's not. I don't pretend to be the scout that Glenn Consor actually does scout and he does know what he what he's watching. So I, I'm not excited about. I, you know, the, the situation they're in. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know if they're going to make a deal to go elsewhere. I, I do think Tommy's hinting that he's trying to make a deal. And yeah. I think we've acknowledged he is, but whether he can do that or not. Uh, best and worst, and, and this will get to uh, fit an opportunity. Worst should not be labeled, thought of as a criticism of a player. Uh, players are put in situations they want to succeed, but but sometimes it's just not the right fit and opportunity. And I always think of Jan Vesely. He was another high draft pick. And an image that will still stay with me at the end of his final season with the Wizards, he was having dinner with me and a couple other guys. Now, if you're having dinner with the radio guy, that means you're not on the inner circle. And I don't mean that any other way that that it, it's you're not with the cool kids anymore. You're not even at the Selling small thing. Selling yourself short. Well, no, but, uh, well, but again, Dave, we're not having but, dinner anymore. No, no, more no, no. but but and David Aldridge appreciates. We all can appreciate this. The sadness he felt. Because it's not that he didn't want to succeed with the Wizards. It just he wanted yeah. and he did go back to Europe because it just just was not working out there. So worst is is a painful thing. And and best is uh, is uh, it's hard to go against Wes Unseld. And and also, I mean, that personally as well, as I think about doing some stuff with the Unseld school this summer, his legacy still continues with what his family is doing. All right, David, Dave, Aldridge. Dave, uh, Dave, two more guys that I think that uh, I, I would mention if Kwame Brown just weren't the obvious one, Nick Young and uh, 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 JaVale McGee, two guys who talked about how the guys that Tommy Shepard brought in, how they've been good building blocks. They haven't been home runs, but they haven't been strikeouts. These were two guys who were serious strikeouts that Randy Whitman I think he, he is turned great dealing with these guys in practice before uh, making their exit from D.C. But but if, but again, my assertion that if if those players were drafted today with right. with whether it's the G League situation that's yep. in place or whatever, yep. sure. I think their their trajectories would have been different. All right, David Aldridge, we're running out of time. We've saved the secret square for you. That's a dated reference to Hollywood Square as a game <laughs> show. Uh, you can Google it or, or do whatever. Your thoughts on the 10th pick and, and, and best and worst in franchises? I would say uh, the 10th pick, if they stay at 10, um, they probably won't take Sochan, even though they should. So they'll they'll go for the safer pick, which will be either Davis or probably A.J. Griffin out of Duke, who's who's got a, got a chance. He can shoot the ball. He's a very good shooter. 
um, some injury questions that are that are you know concerning. But has an NBA skill, uh, son of an NBA player, you know, so those things kind of those things matter. They do matter. Best in franchise history. I mean, you could go with Wes. Um, Wes is a good pick. Earl Monroe would be another good pick. I mean, either one of those would work for me. Um, worst, I, I agree with you on Vesely, not because of Vesely as a player. I think if Vesely were play, were drafted now, he'd be a rim running five who blocks shots like Clint Capella. I mean, he is Clint Capella. You yeah. know what I mean? He's the same guy. Clint Capella is not a great shooter. He doesn't shoot free throws. All that. It's the, the exact same skill set that Clint Capella has. Um, and Jan would be a five who does that. Um, and the other reason why I picked Vesely is not because, again, of him, but because who they, who they didn't take in 2011. And, and you just go down this list. It just boggles my mind when I look at this list every year. Jan Vesely went sixth. Kemba Walker went ninth. Clay Thompson went 11th. <laughs> Markeith Morris went 13th. Marcus Morris went 14th. Kawhi Leonard went 15th. Nick Vucevic went 16th. Tobias Harris went 19th. Reggie Jackson went 24th. Jimmy Butler went 30th. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my life, David. Just dart at a board. Pick any of those guys. Right. Right. Doesn't matter which one. Like, right. just, I just, I just look at that. I look at that list from time to time, and I just, I cannot believe. Right. <laughs> and they well, had another first round pick that year. That's what they had two first round picks, <laughs> and it took Chris Singleton. It just. Oh my God! Right. right. Well, wow. you just, look, you just now. Dave's going to have to call a whole no. frack staff affair. Well, no, uh, no, Wizards no, no, are well, going to wizard. No, if, if anybody else watching or listening to this wants therapy, D Johnson at WTOP.com. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take care of it. Hey, uh, David Aldridge, Hall of Famer, David Aldridge. Sincerely, uh, you know, love your work with you. love the athletic. First of all, it, it's Thank just you. been a, a game changer and. So great. And big shout out to American University because I'm still hanging out with your boy, Stephen Goff, who's covering soccer <laughs> as long as as long as I have. Still so listen, <laughs> now as we've, we've figured out uh, something, we brought a new a year and a half of doing this show. We bring knowledge and intelligence to the show eventually. And it came. David, <laughs> thank, thank you for your time. My the pleasure, DC Sports guys. Tunnel, uh, sponsored by MGM National Harbor. Time to change the game at BetMGM Sports. Break. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.